0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V, and you're listening to episode number 30 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about winter bulking cycles with Dianabol. Dianabol is probably one of the most popular steroids to have ever existed. If you guys have listened to some of my other podcasts, I go into detail about how Dianabol was created by Dr. John Sigler. He was the doctor for the Olympic weightlifting team. And in the 60s, during a competition, he went out and had some drinks with the doctor from the Russian Olympic weightlifting team. And they did really well. The Russians crushed it at these competitions. And, and during some, some drinks and, and some hoo-hoo-hoo-ha and a little bit of laughter there, John Sigler learned from the Russian doctor. Learn. It's, you got to give a Russian some drinks. He'll tell you all the secrets. Learn from the Russian doctor that they were in fact using testosterone, injecting testosterone into their athletes to get these incredible results. And so John Sigler went back uh, home and he started working on another steroid to compete against the Russians. Something that would be more suitable for weightlifters. He came up with Dianabol. Now the f- history is a little bit fuzzy. On this one, but I'm not sure if, if equipoise, if boldenon came first, or if dianabol came first. But boldanon and dianabol are pretty much the same hormone. The difference is boldanon has an, an ester chain, which makes it equipoise, right? It becomes equipoise. Equipoise is what we call Boldenon on the cyclinate. On the cyclinate being the ester. And dianabol is the same kind of boldanon hormone, but it has a methyl group, 17 double alkali group. And it makes it so that the steroid can survive first pass through the liver, so it can be taken orally. Now, Boldenon uh, has been used in the farming and cattle industry to give to anemic animals and, and things like that for, 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 for quite a while. Still being used today in some places. Anyway, Dr. John Sigler put out Dianabol. The the Russians still beat the Americans in the next Olympics, even with the Dianabol. And then uh, years later, John Sigler regretted having released Dianabol into the world. I I think I'm I'm trying to get the exact quote, but I don't. I don't. The exact quote went. The idea was something along the lines of him saying, like, "Hey, we we had healthy athletes. Now we we turned them into drug users because he realized." A lot of the guys were abusing Dianabol, taking way more than the amounts that he had suggested they take. Anyway, Dianable is still out there. It's a great steroid for strength, for gaining weight. And it is Diana and Anabar are usually the first two steroids most underground steroid users use. Testosterone is probably the, the the most popular the one steroid most people use because of of prescriptions from doctors for testosterone replacement therapy. Obviously, but when it comes to actual just black market steroid use, Dianabol, along with Anavar, probably one of the most popular ones. And next to Dianabol and anabar you have like Winstrol. A lot of people use clenbuterol, even though clenbuterol is not really a steroid. You know, but really, when it comes to bulking steroids, guys trying to gain size, ball is its pretty much where it's at. Now, how to build a good bulking cycle with Dianable. Now, I discussed bulking cycles in, in a couple podcasts ago. You got to go listen to uh, episode number 28, where I talk about cutting and bulking cycles. That'll give you some more details on what, your mentality and, and needs to be when creating a program when it comes to bulking, you might have to force feed, might have to take in more calories. But a good dietable cycle can last between four to six weeks. I don't recommend guys using oral steroids for more than six, four to six weeks. I've said it on other podcasts that there are clinical studies where they're giving guys steroids well past the three, four, five month mark. These are clinical studies on patients that have other diseases, wasting diseases, AIDS, some of them. And when it comes to a, a doctor that is dealing with a patient that can't keep any muscle mass on, they, they, they're very low in strength, their mobility and their way and their ability to get through their day is hindered because of wasting disease. Well, giving them some anadril uh, or one of these other steroids that's gonna give him some strength, allow him to move around and get around. And all he's gotta, and all the doctors gotta worry about is that it's gonna raise liver values some, it's gonna mess his cholesterol lipid profile some. And that's kind of the trade off for this person actually being able to like do normal things, like pick up their groceries from the car to the house. You know, it's a good trade off for doctors. That are dealing with patients with wasting diseases. When it comes to steroid users. Someone who's otherwise healthy. And otherwise doesn't have any problems. Once you get to around week six. Of taking orals. You're going to see your liver values. And your cholesterol levels. And many other markers just look kind of fucked up. And so we. I personally. And I know other guys that I. Talk to on the forums and stuff. We always tell guys. Hey six weeks is about as long as you want to be on it. Because uh, we're talking about someone who's otherwise healthy. Now becoming. Or at least their blood work shows them as being unhealthy. Can you keep. Games from Dianable. Permanently long term. Yeah maybe maybe not. Uh, If you've. Been training naturally. And pushed your body to the limit. Of your genetic limitations five to eight years and then you run a dianable cycle and then you post cycle therapy off properly you might be able to keep a few pounds of that not all of it because there's a lot of water retention that comes with dianibal but a good portion of it you might might just be able to keep if you are a, a new jack one two years in the gym i've seen guys go to gym for six months and start taking something start taking steroids then you're definitely not going to keep all of those gains. And in my humble opinion on the subject, I think you, you've you hindered your ability to make natural gains. Once you've blasted your receptors with androgens, synthetic androgens, the strong synthetic androgens, and then you stop using them. If you do that really early on in your development, you're probably going to hinder your ability to gain mass naturally afterwards. How long will that... Hindered period of mass Gaining what will last I I don't know But I think for a good while a good long while after you took steroids well before you should have You're probably gonna notice that you're not gonna have this ability to gain mass It's just not gonna happen as quickly not gonna happen as readily You really kind of fucked yourself up in a little bit in in a good way. This is why I tell guys, hey, man, just you got to wait. You know, you got to really wait until you've been doing this for a while. Before you even go and take the steroids. You can use Dianabol as a kickstart to other steroids. You could run the classic, you know, the classic is Dianabol, testosterone, and DECA. You run the classic on that. That's perfect. Or you could run Dianable with you know EQ and, and trembolone. Dianable, EQ, trembolone; It's another pretty decent little cycle too for mass gaining. Equipoise, I think, goes really well with Dianable. I started the podcast talking about how similar they were. But when they're in your body, they act quite differently. That methyl group in Dianable. That helps it pass and survive first digestion to liver also makes it stronger at the receptor site when it touches the receptors. And we see this across the board. You know, there's testosterone and then there's methyl testosterone. There's trembolone and there's methyltrembolone. There, There's something like masteron, and then you got Superdrol. Anytime you add that methyl group to a steroid, it will usually across the board, it's pretty consistent, becomes stronger. When it gets to that receptor, when it gets to that androgen receptor in the muscle tissue, it'll become it'll give a stronger signal than your steroid that doesn't have the methyl group. Uh, matter of fact, when you take something like boldenone on the cyclin, it's in your system, the cyclinate ester needs to be removed first before your body can actually use the boldenone. And so, because of this, your your on is actually base hormone by the time your body actually actually utilizes it. So, that's an important thing to note. How much dianibal should you take with your cycle? Well, if you're broken, you shouldn't be all that worried about aromatization. You should understand that higher estrogen levels on a bulking cycle actually help you put on more mass helps you gain a little bit more water retention which that's conducive to helping you gain more mass and more strength and being able to get through your workouts a lot quicker i should say being able to push harder and lift more weights during your workouts so when you run the animal don't be too afraid of that water retention It's okay for your estrogen to raise a little bit. You definitely don't want to let estrogen get into the realm where it's going to cause gynecomastia, which can become a permanent side effect. For a good diana bulking cycle, I usually like to go with Novodex. Novodex blocks the estrogen out of the estrogen receptors on your nipples where it would cause gynecomastia. But it lets the estrogen roam your body and, and do, do what it does to help your gains. It lets it increase water retention. It lets it help protein synthesis and other and other things that your body uses estrogen for. Because crushing your estrogen, lowering it way down it's, it's no good. It's no bueno, it's it's not a good idea. You you need estrogen. You know, you, testosterone gives you the desire to have sex. Estrogen is actually involved in some of the mechanics of you actually getting that erection and being able to smash it. So you don't want to crush your estrogen. If you do, your joints will get brittle. You'll have a lot of problems with very sore, very brittle joints that are very prone to injury. Dosing, you can go with as little as 10 to 20 milligrams of Dianabol a day, bro. Especially if you're stacking it with other steroids, other steroids that aromatize, Or you can go as high as 60 milligrams of Dibble a day. I've heard guys doing 80 and 100, but I'm not going to go there. I think 60 is about the top most people want to do. 60 for six weeks. It's about all you want to do and stay healthy and have some gains that are really permanently kept. And obviously you need to cycle off the steroids Really well, like you need to do a really good job of cycling off post-psychotherapy to make sure that you keep most, if not all of your gains. When Dianabol encounters the aromatase enzyme, which is the enzyme responsible for something like testosterone, let's say, becoming an estrogen hormone, Dianabol also goes through a conversion becoming an estrogenic hormone, but it becomes methyl stradiol. Methylstradiol, because it keeps that methyl group, it keeps that modification, that synthetic modification that was made to your diatomole in order to allow it to survive digestion, it remain that, that modification remains, that group remains in the in the hormone. And now you have an estrogen hormone that's methylated. Now, as I just discussed, male hormones and abolic steroids that are methylated have a stronger reaction, a stronger effect on the receptor. So it would be reasonable to assume that that methyl will be stronger in your estrogen receptors than any estrogen that your body could make naturally because of the methyl group. Not only that, but it'll allow that hormone to survive passing through the liver over and over again. Which means that is going to be a longer lasting hormone in your body. That being said, Dianabol has one of the shortest half-lives out of all the orals. Out of all the oral steroids that you can take, Dianabol is one of the ones that has the shortest half-life. So ideally you would be taking some Dianabol about every four hours during your day. One good way or one possible way, I should say, to extend the life of Dianabol is if you drink it with grapefruit juice. Grapefruit juice inhibits some of the enzymes in your liver that break down Dianabol. Now, very important to note that it'll also inhibit the ability of your liver to break down other medications because those enzymes don't just break down Dianabol, they help break down other medications and other substances that need to be broken down. And by taking the grapefruit juice, you you, you inhibit that enzyme summit. it takes a longer time. So since you know, 20 years ago, guys were taking grapefruit juice with dianibal because of this very same effect. 10, 20, 30, 40 milligrams is fine. 60 milligrams you could take that much Diananibal. I personally like to tell guys to keep it keep it to uh only about six weeks. Take some N2Guard with it for sure. Please visit n2guard.com. That is a product that I make for guys using oral steroids to help keep your liver healthy all throughout your steroid run. Now, you want to spread out the animal. Start taking it really early in the morning all the way until late at night. If you're only doing 10 milligrams, which... It's a small amount. Try to take five first thing in the morning and then five just about half hour before you work out. Dianabol is one of the few steroids out there that actually has pretty darn good effects as a pre-workout. Dianabol will make you feel that better for that next workout when you take it about a full hour before you start training. It actually helps quite a bit. If you're taking... 20, 30, 40 milligrams of Dianabol a day, then spread out the dosing. Try to take a little bit every four hours about just to keep nice, even levels of the steroid in your body throughout the day. If you're only doing 10 milligrams, obviously it'd be a lot harder to do two and a half makes four times a day. That's pretty tough to break the pills down that way. But you will have a really good, really good effects. If you follow my protocol and, and just... Take them throughout the day. One of the reasons that a lot of guys think that injectable steroids are stronger than orals, it's because with an oral steroid, you're always going to have gaps in availability in your bloodstream. Oral steroids, they enter your system. They're readily available. There's a lot of them in your bloodstream. And then they, within the same day, within the same few hours, the amount of available steroid in your blood system decreases rapidly. When it comes to an injectable, the majority of injectables, even some of the shortest ones like propanate and acetate, but the majority of injectables, this, this curve, this increase in availability and then decrease in availability will last days. Where When it comes to oral steroids, the same curve of increased availability in your body and then decreased will happen a few times throughout the day. So spacing out your Dianable dosing and taking it consistent is very, very important towards getting good, consistent use. Now, as far as what to stack Dianable with, you could stack it with testosterone. You could stack it with DECA. You could stack it with Trembolone. You could stack it with Equipoise. You could stack it with Nandrol and Phenopropionate. You could stack it with a lot of different steroids out there. I probably wouldn't stack it with another oral unless you're a competitive guy and you got a coach telling you to do that and, and you agree and you guys are on the money. If you're just a regular Bob looking big to go to the office and, and figuring all these out on your own, don't take another oral with Diana That includes injectable Winstrel. Don't, don't do it. It's just too much of methyl substances in your body all day. Unless you're doing something really weird and kind of different like 20 megs of Dianable and 20 Megs of Winstrol, something along those lines. You just keep your oral dosing, I always like to say under 60 milligrams per day. What can you expect out of using Dianabol and bulking with Dianabol? Well, there's gonna be some rapid weight gains within the first two weeks. A lot of guys report 10 to 15 to 20 pounds of weight increase in just the first two to three weeks. This is actually not uncommon to be reported about, folks. Now, you're not going to gain all this in muscle. Some of it comes from water retention, water retention brought about by the actual methyl stradiol, that really strong estrogen that comes from the conversion. Now you you want some of this water retention on a bulking cycle. It's not bad. That water retention helps you lift more weights, and I personally think it helps you build more muscle. That extra layer of water really helps the way things work. I'm not the only guy to report that that water retention has caused them to have more strength. Well, obviously, steroid water retention, uh, and most guys really believe that it helps you gain muscle mass faster. You're, you're gaining more muscle faster under that sort of layer of water retention. Side effects to be on the lookout for is water retention can't get out of hand. If you just use something like Novodex that keeps the methyl out of your, out of the glands under your nipples, but you're slamming that dianable 60 or more milligrams a day, you might get water retention where you get like red face, kind of red puffy face and really look like a, like a steroid user, <laughs> like a real y- user. Every time that you are lifting the weights, man, your head's going to get red. Your face will get red. I mean, in some of the, you know, you'll feel a little bit of a tightness and kind of a chunkiness around your knuckles. So, really good ways to notice the water retention. So in cases like that, you might want to drop a little bit of aromacin in there. What's a, what's a decent uh, uh, protocol, let's say, uh, for aromacin and Novidex, if you're doing, you know, 60 or 80, going above milligrams of dianabol, Or you're doing just 40 milligrams of dianibal with 500 mg of testosterone. You can do as little as 10 to 15 mg of Novidex per day. 20 milligrams of Nobodex per day sometimes that that's enough to keep gynecomastia away and then you could drop in aromasin maybe uh 12 migs every other day that's been a pretty decent protocol for guys stacking the along with testosterone which is a very popular stack by the way guys the animal and testosterone together very very popular stack for many folks out there if you guys want personalized help, you want Personal help with your case, with what you are trying to do, go to elitefitness.com. Elitefitness.com. At the very top on the right, you'll see the community, a forums link. Click on that, go into the forums, register, man. It takes five minutes, not even two minutes, and ask your question. If you're not allowed to post a new thread because you are a new guy, just Look for a, a similar thread and say, "Hey guys, I'm a new guy. I have a question. Here is here's what I, what I want to talk about." And just hijack another thread. There's no big issue. You go to evolutionary.org. and also just go to the forums, register, hijack a thread. If you want to post your question right here on YouTube, uh, obviously you you might be listening to this on. Your Apple device or Android device through one of the or through one of the podcast apps like Spotify, you, you won't be able to do it there. But if you're listening to this on YouTube, and a few of you guys do, you also have the option of asking a question on YouTube. I'll come in and I'll answer it myself and help you guys out. It'd be really hard to do a, co- a podcast that I, that just takes everything into account. There's so many different situations, so many levels of experience so many different goals and so many different uh, stacks that people want to try that I would spend uh, hours trying to cover it all, and, there was, and it would just create more questions. The best thing is to come into the forums and ask your question there, get personalized help. If you want to reach out to me and get some help from me, go to Vrock.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y, V as in victory, R-O-C-K.com. That's my social there, you'll be able to just come in and ask me any question you want. Follow me on social and ask me any questions you want. I help guys out every day for free. I, I don't charge anybody anything unless they, unless you need something real specific and involved and you want me to follow your progress across weeks and months, then then definitely we, we should set up some kind of fee. But for any other reason or any other situation, just come in and ask. If you have a, a cycle idea, if you... Want to run a certain thing just come in and ask i'll do my very best to uh take care of you and answer all your all your questions so that's it guys this is a very kind of short very general podcast all about Ball. i've done other podcasts on Ball. in the description of this podcast i will throw some links up there for you guys So that you can see and listen to some of my other work when it comes to Dianimal. There are just some longer podcasts and some more involved information on the topic. I'll add those links below. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or YouTube or wherever you're listening. Just look at the description. And you'll be able to see the other links linking you to the other podcasts I've done about Dianimal. As always, guys, I'm not a doctor. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Do not take anything I say as medical advice. Please contact your own doctor before doing any drugs, taking any supplements, doing even just going to the gym, doing any training. Get a full checkup. Make sure that you're nice and healthy. For the Elite Fitness Podcast, for the EliteFitness.com podcast, remember, guys, EliteFitness.com. Uh, This is Ricky V. Rock signing off. Talk to you guys next week.